Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm, I'm really glad that you've joined me and we're gonna be going into Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 17. I'd like to share this verse with you and then let's talk just for a few minutes today about what everyone had. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. So as we're reading in our scripture today, the context of, of this is that Herod Antipas, who has married his brother's wife, Herodias, has just executed John the Baptist. Now, he was holding him in a prison. John had called them to task because they were violating Jewish law. John was calling people to repent, and John, like, like the Lord, was no respecter of persons. He called everyone to repentance. Didn't matter how how highly placed, how powerful, how you know, influential somebody uh, was, what kind of power they had over him. And as you can imagine, Herod and Herodias, they don't like much that he's doing this, that he's calling them out on this. Herodias, it seems, has this deep desire to see him killed. And essentially, Herod gets trapped into, into executing John the Baptist because... Herodias wants him out of the way. Herod makes this kind of flippant, really foolish promise. And when Jesus finds out that John had been executed, uh, he goes away to uh, a remote place. Presumably, he's gone to pray and, and to grieve. And then the crowd comes. And for many of us, myself included, we might imagine that that might bother Jesus, that he might seek an even more remote place, or he might tell them that he'll be back with them later, but that wasn't the Lord. As a matter of fact, we read in the scriptures, this is in verse 14, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Imagine this, Jesus in the midst of his grief, grieving his friend, really a member of his family, uh, the one that he knows from the scriptures is the, the one prophesied to come before him, the one who comes in the spirit of Elijah. He's grieving. And yet when the people show up, he responds to them with great compassion. You see the Lord's heart here. And as a, a kind of a further demonstration of his compassion, he understands that they're, they're hungry, that they're in a remote place. And uh, he tells the disciples to give them something to eat. And this is shocking to the disciples. They think that the, the prudent course of action is to have Jesus just dismiss the crowds. You guys go, go into the villages, find you something to eat. Uh, we can't take care of this for you. Let's send them away. But it seems clear that Jesus isn't done ministering to them, that he has more to teach them, more to do for them, more to show them and to help them to understand. And and so the disciples say, in one sense, very reasonably, well, we only have, right? Let's think about what they had. They don't have enough to do what the Lord has called them to do. Five loaves and two fish are not enough to feed 5,000 people. We, we know that. Um, but how often, friends, does the Lord call churches, does the Lord put a call before a church, before a church family, a call that uh, 
from a worldly perspective, that church would have to say, we don't have enough. We can't do that. That's just not possible. And as a matter of fact, if you think about it, we never have enough to do what the Lord calls us to do. Because, in fact, he calls us to do the work of his kingdom. He calls us to a spiritual work. Truth is, as the Lord calls us to go and make disciples, we can't make a single disciple. Not apart from the power of God. It is a spiritual work requiring the power of the Holy Spirit. There is not a single thing that we can do apart from the Lord. In fact, in the Gospel of John, we read that apart from me, Jesus says as he's calling us to abide in him, apart from me, you can do nothing. And if you remember in that passage, that passage is about obedience, that we abide in him and abide in his love by following his command, by doing what he says. And in fact, this must be the desire of every church family, of every believer, that we would do what the Lord has called us to do. That we must realize what we have. We may only have five loaves and two fish. But beyond that and above that, so far above that, we have Jesus. He is the one that we have. We have the one who has all power, who has all knowledge, all wisdom, all love. We have him. And so we offer him the little that we have. We offer it in faith, trusting that the Lord will provide all that we need, all of the, the people all of the spiritual gifts, all the talents, all the resources, everything that we need, the Lord will provide. We simply bring ourselves. We bring what we have and we offer it in faith to the Lord. He makes a way. He provides. We come in faith and trust and obedience. And friends, I have to tell you, for those who are a part of our church family, one of the most striking things to me about the ministry season that we're in is how the Lord continues to open doors for ministry, the ministry of the gospel. And as we step into one opportunity, he opens another door or two or three doors and we step through those and he opens more doors. Do you see, we offer what we have, what we can do, and the Lord empowers and the Lord multiplies. And to this, we must simply say, Lord, enable us to stay in your spirit, to stay in step with your spirit, enable us to walk in obedience, and we will give you thanks and honor and praise and glory because we couldn't have done any of this. It is your work and you get the glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.